Ladies and gentlemen, the following segment of the podcast is presented exclusively by Hillsdale College. Now, in its 175th year, Hillsdale is a truly independent institution where learning is prized and intellectual enthusiasm is valued. Thank you for listening and my sincere appreciation to Hillsdale for their sponsorship. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. I'm Mark Levin. Our number, 877 877-381-3811. 877-381-3811. You know, we spent a lot of time yesterday talking about uh, Mulvaney's press conference. And I explained then that the third point Mulvaney raised, that is uh, the probe or the investigation of the 2016 efforts in Ukraine to interfere with the presidential election, was perfectly legitimate. Perfectly legitimate. I said Mulvaney shouldn't run from it. The president's lawyer shouldn't run from it. Republicans on Capitol Hill shouldn't run from it. It's a public fact that the Attorney General of the United States and the U.S. Attorney from Connecticut are pursuing this and looking into this. It's a public fact that the Ukrainians attempted to sabotage the Trump campaign in the piece January 11, 2017 in the Politico website. A very hostile website toward the President of the United States, but nonetheless. In that critical paragraph, in that story, Ukraine government officials tried to help Hillary Clinton and undermine Trump, publicly questioning his fitness for office. They also disseminated documents implying top Trump aid and corruption and suggested they were investigating the matter only to back away after the election. And they helped Clinton allies research damaging information on Trump and his advisors a Politico investigation found. And it goes on for many, many pages as I printed it out. And so Mulvaney pulled back. He said, no, no, there was no quid pro quo. That didn't actually come up. I'm telling you, it doesn't matter if it did come up. And even though Adam Schiff is seizing on it, it's not a quid pro quo. Something for something. In the criminal justice sense. Now the president and his lawyers say that's not what happened. That's fine. What I'm telling you ladies and gentlemen is it doesn't matter if it did happen. It doesn't matter if it did happen. If the United States, the president, his top staff, his surrogates are looking into what happened in 2016, it's publicly known, it's an official investigation and they're talking to a number of governments Australia, Italy, others, Ukraine. It's perfectly fine to say that we need your help in looking into this. Doesn't mean they're looking into a Democrat. The word Biden never came up. But it's perfectly legitimate. But I want to show you how the media can drive the narrative, the Democrats working with the media, so now certain Republicans say this is, a, this is a bridge too far. Now we have a quid pro quo. Now we can't just turn the other cheek here. We just can't close our eyes to this. 
Mulvaney can't just issue a statement and therefore wave it, wave it off. I'll give you a perfect example. Let's look at cut four here. We have uh, Francis Rooney, a Republican from Florida. I supported his primary opponent, who at the time was, you might recall, Mr. Producer, Dan Bongino. Francis Rooney has always been a rhino. But we were assured by some of our conservative friends that Francis Rooney was solid. Can you imagine if Dan Bongino had held this seat rather than Francis Rooney? Now, we'd miss him on TV and his podcast and on my show. That's a fact. But what a spectacular member of the House he would be. Instead, we get Francis Rooney, Republican Florida. And this is how these kinds of Republicans are herded in the direction of the Democrats. Poppy Harlow. I take it she works for MSNBC. Cut out CNN, one or the other. Cut four, go. Mick Mulvaney laid out a quid pro quo. What is your response? Mick Mulvaney did not lay out a quid pro quo. He stated what was taking place from his perspective. The president was concerned about funds going to a corrupt regime in Ukraine. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. He wanted to make sure the money would be spent properly. The president was concerned that European countries aren't helping. That's a good thing. And Mulvaney says another concern was, well, 2016. We want to get to the bottom of this. Our government's investigating it. We need their help. And so Poppy Harlow at CNN says this is a quid pro quo because Jeff Motherzucker, who runs CNN, like a Stalin with an iron fist, he's told them all to pursue this. I'm sure at their 9 a.m. Monday morning meeting. Wow. This needs to go. You, you, you got to focus on this. Okay. What does Rooney have to say? Well, yeah, whatever might have been gray and unclear before is certainly quite clear right now that the actions were related to... Uh, that you're getting some of the Ukraine to do some of these things. I think that, as you just put on there, Senator Murkowski admits said it perfectly. We're not supposed to use government power and prestige for political gain. What are you talking about, you idiot? For political gain? Are you unaware of what's taking place? Are you unaware that the Department of Justice needs the cooperation of the Ukrainian government to conduct its investigation? Are you unaware that the U.S. attorney from Connecticut needs the cooperation of the Ukrainian government to conduct his investigation? Are you unaware that this investigation is ongoing? Are you unaware of the public information about the role of Hillary Clinton and the DNC and the Obama administration in 2016 and Ukraine's effort to sabotage Trump? That's the headline from Politico. You're a worthless buffoon. You are an absolutely worthless buffoon, Francis Rooney, which is why I opposed you in the primary and supported Dan Bongino. Go ahead. In your eyes, Congressman, is that an impeachable offense? That's something I really can't answer. I mean, I've, I've been reading about this impeachment business. I'm not really, I went to law school, but I don't really practice law. But, oh, I did read something today that really impeachment's whatever the majority of the House members say it is. So if that's the case, I guess anything is. What an idiot. What a complete fool. 
This is how he answers a question? High crimes or misdemeanors? Bribery or treason? There's an ongoing criminal investigation by the Department of Justice and a U.S. attorney looking into this in Ukraine and other countries? The 2016 campaign? I thought that was a good thing. Isn't that why Mueller was appointed? To look into Russia collusion? But they're looking, going back into what happened in 2016. And this fool takes the bait. And this fool has no idea what's going on around it. Well, I went to law school, but I never practiced law. So impeachment is whatever the House members of the majority say it is. Is that what the Constitution says it is, sir? Have you read the Constitution? Did you take an oath to uphold the Constitution? Does the Constitution say impeachment is whatever the House of Representatives says it is? Or is there a definition? And why don't you take the time to read it and learn it? This guy sounds like Adam Schiff, except he's dumber. Adam Schiff is an ambulance-chasing leftist. He's a slip-and-fall congressman. So he seizes on what is an innocent statement about an innocent matter. They didn't put the screws on the Ukraine to open an investigation. They want them to cooperate with an ongoing investigation. Three Democrat senators, Mr. Rooney, wrote the general prosecutor in the Ukraine asking them to assist Mr. Mueller in his investigation of Russia collusion and Trump. Are you aware of that, sir? Should they be expelled from the United States Senate? Why do you fall for such propaganda from Poppy Harlow? Poppy. There it is, CNN, pushing the impeachment agenda. And there's a John Kasich. He's next. He's predictable. This guy used to be a conservative. He was in the House of Representatives. He was part of the leadership. He worked with Newt and so forth. But then he decided to go national. And he decided, like Romney, in order to go national, he's got to play footsie with the media. Here's a guy that used to work at Fox. And now he works at CNN. And Jeff Motherzucker will only hire people at CNN who tow the line. And if they don't tow the line, they better be damn careful. Because if they go a little too far outside the Zucker box, like a Jeff Lord and many others, well, the guillotine. That's the punishment. So here's John Kasich on CNN today. You see, CNN is cherry-picking these Republicans. John Kasich, a never-Trumper. Cut three, go. Look, I fought with people on the air about is there a quid pro quo and, and does this rise to the level of impeachment? I now believe that it does. And okay. I say it with... I say it with great and by, and by the way, the host is very excited. Okay, okay, okay. And of course, Kasich says it with much somber drama. I, I, I'm, I'm really not happy about this. You know, I, it's not really something I believe in, but go ahead. Not something I, I really wanted to do. I mean, I voted to impeach Bill Clinton, and that was really hard. And this has been excruciating. Why, why was hard. that really hard? When the independent counsel cited 11 felonies that he committed, 
independent counsel, Kenneth Starr, was required under the independent counsel statute, pushed through in 1978 by the Democrats, and signed by Jimmy Carter. The independent counsel statute. Where the independent counsel was compelled to report to Congress his findings and his conclusions. And he concluded that Bill Clinton committed 11 felonies. Unlike the special counsel, which is a regulatory appointment, and he is supposed to provide a confidential report to the Attorney General, not accusing people of felonies, but laying out his or her findings. Mr. Clinton was accused of felonies. This was very hard to decide whether to impeach Clinton. Clinton should have been impeached and he should have been removed. He was removed from the bar by the Arkansas Supreme Court. And he resigned from the United States Supreme Court bar before they removed him. He was held in contempt by a federal judge. She held him in civil contempt. But in fact, she should have held him in criminal contempt. That aside, you're going to compare that to Mulvaney saying there's an investigation going on. The Attorney General, the U.S. Attorney from Connecticut, Durham, they're looking into what took place, foreign interference in our election, whether it's Russia, Ukraine, Australia, Italy. We're going to collect that information. And according to Mulvaney, now Mulvaney, not Trump, but according to Mulvaney, one of the things they were concerned about is they wanted to make sure a corrupt, formerly corrupt regime in Ukraine assisted in that investigation. Well, now we have a quid pro quo, you see. Now we have a smoking gun. Now we have an impeachable offense. This is push Kasich over the line. And this guy, Francis Rooney, do they come any dumber than this guy? And Francis, well, now, you know, it was ambiguous, but now it's clear. Certainly clear right now here. It was gray and unclear, but now it's clear. More when I return. Mark Lovin. You hear me talk about Hillsdale College a lot, about its rigorous classical liberal arts curriculum, about its exceptionally bright and patriotic students. 175 years ago, Hillsdale College was founded with a mission defined by four enduring purposes, learning, character, faith, and freedom. While many institutions have lost their way, Hillsdale College maintains an unwavering commitment to learning, character, faith, and freedom. I've also talked about the great Dr. Larry Arn, the president of Hillsdale College. It's one of the finest Americans I've ever known. And he explains that these four purposes, learning, character, faith, and freedom, remain inseparable in the activity of education at Hillsdale College. He says, learning is difficult and takes more than talent. It takes hard work, which requires character. Freedom is essential for learning, but it is fragile and constantly under threat, so its principles must be studied by all for the sake of its defense. At Hillsdale, faith and learning are integrated toward God because he is the first authority. Folks, if you've ever wondered why I love Hillsdale College, now you know. Visit hillsdale.edu. That's hillsdale.edu for more information. Hillsdale College, pursuing truth and defending liberty since 1844. Remember, that's hillsdale.edu, hillsdale.edu. This political article, rather extensive and thorough, 
Written by Kenneth Vogel and David Stern. Vogel now with the New York Times Stern. I don't know where he is. Probably in the New York Times as well, but I just don't know. From January 11, 2017, it discusses an elaborate and extensive relationship and effort by the Ukrainian government, including the Ukrainian embassy in our country, sharing information, disinformation, with the Clinton campaign and the DNC in an effort to defeat Donald Trump. We don't even have to connect the dots. The dots are all connected. When is the last time you heard about this? Jim Acosta dismisses this as right-wing conspiracy stuff. Jim Acosta is utterly unfamiliar with a political article from two and a half years ago. Jim Acosta is not a reporter. He's a repeater. That is, he regurgitates what other people say, what Jeff Motherzucker tells him to say. And the Attorney General, Bill Barr, wants to get to the bottom of this. How did this Russia stuff start? A lot of people think it started with Ukraine, too. And so they want to look into it. It's an ongoing criminal investigation by the executive branch. And now you have Adam Schiff, of course, the Stalinist on the House Intelligence Committee, saying, now now we got him. Now it's gone from bad to worse. But you actually have a Republican member of the House, Francis Rooney, now saying, this was ambiguous, now it's clear. What? was ambiguous, and now it's clear. And Kasich, bought and paid for over there at CNN? You know, I'm reluctant on this. You know, it was hard enough, but now, now, I mean, it's just, it's obvious there is a quid pro quo. A quid pro quo. There's an investigation already going on. So to, to ensure... That the Ukrainian government is assisting in the investigation, the official investigation of our government? That's a quid pro quo? Well, then every single president should have been impeached. Because there's nothing at all wrong with that. Nothing. Nothing. And the kicker is, Mulvaney now says, well, the president didn't say it. And I'm saying, even if the president did say it, so what? Just like that phone call with the head of the Ukraine, the new president. So what? Perfectly legitimate, perfectly appropriate. The Democrats and most of the media want to keep this covered up. They don't want you to know what was going on between Hillary Clinton, the DNC, the Obama administration, and the Ukrainian government. They don't want you to know. I'll be right back. Liberty and learning. In a healthy democracy, these two things are mutually supportive. In America today, however, that bond is broken. To help repair the breach, Hillsdale College has launched the Van Andel Graduate School of Government in the nation's capital. And unlike other graduate programs, Hillsdale teaches politics as a human activity oriented toward justice. A series of choices guided in the best case by right principles, but made in ever-changing circumstances that require prudence to achieve the best attainable results. Hillsdale's curriculum combines the careful reading of primary sources and serious historical inquiry. Students learn how to apply the principles of free government 
and advance the cause of constitutionalism in the context of ever-changing circumstances. Hillsdale's new Van Andel School of Government is a program unlike any other in Washington, D.C. Hillsdale College, pursuing truth and defending liberty since 1844. Learn more at levinforhillsdale.com. That's L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. Yes, it's true that Mark Levin is the fastest growing radio show in America. The Mark Levin Show is on at 877-381-3811. Now, another guest on CNN. So this is a threefer, and I'm sure there were more. Who the hell can watch that network all day long? I don't watch it at all. But another guest is Joe Kennedy, radical left-wing kook. I guess we're always going to have Kennedys, aren't we? In public office. I guess that's just the nature of Massachusetts. Oh, it's a Kennedy. Let's vote. Uh, anyway, uh, this guy wants to be a senator. Let's hear what he had to say. He was on CNN today also. Cut five, go. And I would hope that at some point there's going to be enough members here in both chambers that will stand up and say the Constitution's supposed to matter. You're not supposed to use your position as an elected official to undermine, to ask a foreign entity to investigate a political rival. It's illegal. It is unethical. It is immoral. It is, it's wrong. And yet the president continues to do it. And you know, what's interesting is if you actually read carefully the transcript, the president is asking them to find out what happened. And he's focused on Hunter Biden, but also Joe Biden's public statement. Now, let me ask you folks a question. Why shouldn't it be investigated? Have you ever seen the media come to the defense of a politician like this? Well, of course, Obama and so forth, but it's actually quite remarkable. Every media report I'm reading sounds like this guy Anderson Cooper during the Democrat debate the other night. Unsubstantiated conspiracy allegations by the president and others against Hunter Biden and Joe Biden. But would you do it again? I did not look good. They've not investigated a damn thing. Others have. And of course, you have to be Helen Keller not to see that there is a serious issue here. The way they went after the Trump kids. And then the, the way they treat Hunter Biden is unconscionable. Absolutely unethical. And now we know why. Project Veritas. You heard all that CNN pablum. It's all about focusing on Trump, focusing on impeachment, impeachment, Trump, Trump, impeachment. That's virtually every newsroom in this country. And today it's Friday evening. And I strongly advise you not to watch the Sunday news shows. But we have a hell of a life, liberty, and Levin with Senator Ron Johnson, who was cut off by Chuck Todd two Sundays ago. When he was trying to make a point, a point that I allow him to make on my show, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, Sunday on Fox. And not only that, he says a hell of a lot more, because I just finished interviewing him. He says a hell of a lot more. You're really going to want to listen to this. We really drill down on Ukraine. And he's the chairman of the Homeland Security and Government Oversight Committee as well as the chairman of the subcommittee that oversees, among other things, our relations with Ukraine. 
It is a fascinating, fascinating interview, probably a newsmaker, although the newsrooms don't care, but you'll care. So when the president of the United States, now, now see how things have changed. Now it's an impeachable offense if, if the president said, and he says he didn't, and Mulvaney has walked it back. I don't have a problem with it. If the president said, or somebody in that meeting said in May, you know, we need to get to the bottom of the 2016 campaign and we need you to assist. You know, we have an ongoing criminal investigation. The whole world knows about it. Want to make sure you assist. I mean, how else would a government conduct itself other than telling these foreign governments to assist us in our investigation? So now that's an impeachable offense. But before that, you see, the, the mention of Hunter Biden and Joe Biden to the president of the Ukraine. That was an impeachable offense. And before that, there had to be a quid pro quo. Military aid threatened unless they investigate the Bidens. So if you're confused, it's understandable. Because first we were told, he asks Trump to dig up dirt on Biden or else he's going to withhold military aid, a quid pro quo. Do me a favor, he says. All of that's a lie. He says, do us a favor in reference to the 2016 investigation. Perfectly legitimate. He doesn't ask anybody to dig up dirt on the Bidens. Joe Biden publicly stated it's there for the whole world to see that he had the prosecutor who was looking into Burisma fired. And Burisma was the company on which his son, Hunter Biden, is a board member. And received over 80, it's not $50,000 a month. It's over $83,000 a month. And so the president says some people are concerned about that. Would you take a look at it? Oh, look at that. He's asking him to dig up dirt on his political opponent. And so the converse of this is, you're not allowed to investigate Joe Biden. Just as you're not allowed to investigate Hillary Clinton just as you're not allowed to investigate Barack Obama. Only Trump. You can investigate him morning, noon, and night, 24-7. Even on the holidays. I'm not buying any of this, folks. And neither should you. And neither should you. And listen to this, clown. Let's listen to Joe Kennedy again. Cut five, go. And I would hope that at some point there's going to be enough members here in both chambers that will stand up and say the Constitution's supposed to matter. You're not supposed to use your position as an elected official to undermine, to ask a foreign entity to investigate a political rival. Really? Let me read again the second full paragraph from the Politico piece. Ukrainian government officials tried to help Hillary Clinton and undermine Trump publicly questioning his fitness for office. They also disseminated documents... Uh, implicating top Trump aide in corruption and suggested they were investigating the matter only to back away after the election. And they helped Clinton's allies research damaging information on Trump and his advisors, a political investigation found. Wow! You shouldn't ask a foreign government to investigate your opponents, ladies and gentlemen. Well, here it is, damn it! Here it is! Here it is! In black and white! And what? Then what? No special counsel investigating them? No release of Joe Biden's phone records? 
No investigation of Hillary Clinton and the DNC's interference in Ukraine, except now with the Attorney General and the U.S. Attorney. And whatever you do, don't ask the current reform Ukrainian president to assist in that investigation, because you see, that's a quid pro quo, according to the moron John Kasich. Moron. According to the moron, the idiot congressman from Florida, what the hell is his name? Francis Rooney. That's an impeachable offense. The mob railroading the president of the United States, it's just incredible. It's incredible what's going on in this country. Predictable. But incredible. People say to me all the time, I thought you were a conservative. I am. I thought you were a constitutionalist. I am. Well, why are you all in for Trump, you know, Mark? Why are you all in for Trump? Why do you defend everything he does? I don't defend everything he does. But I defend him against this endless effort to try and smear him, to try and use law enforcement, to bastardize the impeachment clause, to undermine the Constitution to disenfranchise 63 million or so people who voted for him, I will defend him and fight this every step of the way. Not only because he's our president, but because I am concerned about the office of the presidency. I am concerned about what's happening to the impeachment clause and the precedent this is setting. I'm concerned about the unleashing of a special counsel in violation of existing Justice Department regulations. Where there's no prerequisite, no criminal statute that allows such an appointment. I am concerned about what the media in this country has done to freedom of the press. And is doing to this country and dividing us and undermining us. That is why I am passionate about this. And that is why I will continue to be passionate about it. Well, Mark, it's Friday. I don't take my foot off the gas pedal. I just don't do it. You know, there's a lot of damn good reporting coming out of Breitbart. Aaron Klein is doing a hell of a job over there. Listen to this one. Itinerary for a trip to Ukraine in August. August. Organized by the Atlantic Council think tank. Reveals that a staffer on Representative Adam Schiff's House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence held a meeting during the trip with acting U.S. Ambassador to the Ukraine, Bill Taylor, now a key witness for Democrats pursuing impeachment. This is a lib who they believe is going to help them. And so apparently, one of Schiff's staffers in August went all the way over to Ukraine to meet with him. Just to shore things up, I'm sure. The Atlantic Council is funded by and works in partnership with Burisma, the natural gas company at the center of allegations regarding Joe Biden and his son Hunter Biden, writes Aaron Klein at Breitbart. Taylor's been called by House Democrats to appear next week to provide a secret deposition as part of the investigation led by Schiff in the president's phone call with the Ukrainian president. Taylor himself has evidenced a close relationship with the Burisma-funded Atlantic Council, writing analysis pieces published on the Council's website, and serving as a featured speaker for the organization's events. 
He also served for nine years as senior advisor to the U.S.-Ukraine Business Council, which has co-hosted scores of events with the Atlantic Council. As Breitbart News has reported, Thomas Eager, a staffer on Schiff's House Intelligence Committee, took a trip to Ukraine in August, billed as a bipartisan Ukraine study trip, in which 10 congressional staffers participated. Burisma in January 2017 signed a cooperative agreement with the Council to specifically sponsor the organization's Eurasia Center, the same center that sponsored Eager's Ukraine trip. You see, the Democrats have an interest in Burisma, ladies and gentlemen, in protecting it. A closer look at the itinerary for the August 24 to August 31 trip of this year shows the delegation's first meeting upon arrival in Ukraine was with Taylor. Spokespeople for Ship's office did not reply to multiple Breitbart news requests sent out over the course of the last three days for comment on Eager's meeting with Taylor. When Breitbart News first reported on Eager's visit to Ukraine two weeks ago, Schiff's office quickly replied to several comment requests, denying any impropriety related to Eager's association with the Atlantic Council or the trip. The unanswered Breitbart email request to Schiff's office from the past three days posed the following question. While in Ukraine, did your staffer, Mr. Eager, speak to Mr. Taylor about the issue of reports about any representatives of President Trump looking into alleged Biden corruption in Ukraine. Now, the dates of the pre-planned trip are instructive. Eager, remember, that's Schiff's guy, Eager's visit to Ukraine, sponsored by the Burisma-funded Atlantic Council, began 12 days after the so-called whistleblower officially filed his August 12 complaint. Schiff and his office have offered seemingly conflicting statements on the timeline of the California congressman's initial contact with the so-called whistleblower. And it goes on. This is an inside job. This is an inside job. This is how this works. Just like the so-called Russia collusion matter was an inside job. And the Democrats couldn't do it without the help of the media and without the help of Republicans like Francis Rooney and John Kasich, who give them cover. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Since its founding in 1844, Hillsdale College has provided students with sound learning of the kind essential to preserving our civil and religious liberty. Now, I want to tell you about Imprimus the free monthly speech digest of Hillsdale College. Imprimus is dedicated to educating citizens and promoting civil and religious liberty by covering important cultural, economic, political, and educational issues. First published in 1972, Imprimus is one of America's most widely read publications in support of liberty. With more subscribers, 3.9 million, than the Wall Street Journal and the New York Times, and recent Imprimus publications have addressed issues like free speech, the regulation of big tech, mental illness, and the American medical insurance system. And because America's founding principles are so important, Hillsdale offers Imprimus absolutely free of charge to anyone who requests it. That's right, you can subscribe to Imprimus for free. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to visit imprimus.hillsdale.edu for your free subscription. That's Imprimus, I-M-P-R-I-M-I-S, dot Hillsdale, dot E-D-U. Welcome to Hillsdale.
So Nancy Pelosi and her little pull-up year announced their formal impeachment inquiry. And we know all about this. This is a joke. Just another sleazy tactic to try and advance their cause in the 2020 election. But a lot of Republicans are sucked into this. You can see Francis. What's his name again? Rooney. I'll remember it. And his ilk. You know, the leftist media have been lavishly supporting this clown show, of course, while they refuse to cover the real news. Guys like Jeff Motherzucker. News like Joe Biden's son's shady dealings with Ukraine and Red China or the facts behind the so-called whistleblower. While Levin TV, we do cover the actual news, the news that really matters. For instance, the law firm that represents the so-called whistleblower and its ties to a left-wing operation... This guy, Mark Zaid, who's one of the lawyers, the head lawyers for it, he's running around trying to spin. Hey, we represented some Republicans, too, and so forth and so on. I know how that works, pal. I know how that works. But that's not your real agenda. Just my opinion. Now, when we do this on Levin TV, I personally break down the information. I provide context, history, philosophy, and a lot more. We don't have sponsors or commercials nor a big brother looking over my shoulder telling me what to do. We're completely beholden to you and you alone. There's no Jeff Motherzucker whispering in my ear like he does with Jake the fake tapper. Go get her! Get her, Jake! Get her! So give us a try today by going to levintv.com, L-E-V-I-N-T-V.com, and sign up and earn a code LEVIN, and you'll get 10 bucks off your annual subscription. Or give us a call at 844-LEVIN-TV, 844-LEVIN-TV. That's levintv.com, promo code LEVIN, or 844-LEVIN-TV. Get $10 off your annual subscription. Now, look at this one. I have to give the Washington Compost its due, although I don't think this was written by our buddy Philip Bumpy. Was it, Mr. Producer? Or Philly Bump? A career State Department official overseeing Ukraine policy told congressional investigators this week that he had raised concerns in early 2015 about then-Vice President Joe Biden's son serving on the board of Ukrainian energy company, but was turned away by a Biden staffer, according to three people familiar with the testimony. George Kent, a Deputy Assistant Secretary of State, testified that he worried that Hunter Biden's position at the firm Burisma Holdings would complicate efforts by U.S. diplomats to convey to Ukrainian officials the importance of avoiding conflicts of interest, said the people, who spoke on the condition of anonymity because of confidentiality rules surrounding the deposition. That's right, because our little Stalinist, Adam Schiff, will not allow public hearings and will not release the full transcripts. In due course, he says. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Mr. Dictator. Kent said he had concerns that Ukrainian officials would view Hunter Biden as a conduit. For carrying influence with his father, said the people. This is exactly the point. But when Kent raised the issue with Biden's office, he raised it directly. He was told the then vice president didn't have the bandwidth to deal with the issue involving his son as his other son, Bo, was battling cancer. And the people familiar with his testimony said, well, what about the other people on Biden's staff? The testimony by Kent offers a reminder that as Democrats probe Trump's alleged actions in pressuring Ukraine, to dig up compromising information on Biden, that's not what he said. The impeachment inquiry also threatens to keep alive questions about the former vice president's handling of his son's foreign work 
at a precarious moment for his 2020 presidential campaign. No, that's not the point. The point is that this former State Department civil servant said that there was, in fact, a concern. And that he went to Biden's office and he was turned away. That's very, very damning testimony. I'll be right back. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, everybody. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877 877-381-3811. 877-381-3811. I'm in the Florida bunker today. Yes, I am. For up to me, I'd always be in the Florida bunker, but, you know, that's the way it goes. Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton behind the Russia collusion, phony scandal, behind the Ukraine situation. Uh, I don't think we've ever had a candidate who's been defeated for the presidency who's conducted herself as she has. She has uh, demonstrated that she is nuts and getting nuttier by the day. And now she's out there accusing various individuals within her own party of being assets of the Russian government. I mean, she figured it worked on Trump, or at least she thought it would, and caused all kinds of hell. So she's doing it again. And she's accusing uh, this Stein, who's a left-wing kook, of course we know, of being a a Jill Stein, of being a Russia asset, but also Gifford. Gabby, what is it? Tulsi Gabbard is what I meant. Tulsi Gabbard. I'm no fan of Tulsi Gabbard, so I know some of the Nationalist populists think she's pretty cool. I think she's an idiot. But that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. She's not lockstep with a hard radical left wing in her party. That's a fact. And she is. She does kind of like Assad. That's true, too. But all that aside, let's focus on Hillary Clinton, shall we? Cut seven, go. They're also going to do third party again. And... I'm not making any predictions, but I think they've got their eye on somebody who's currently... Now, let's stop. By they, she means the Kremlin. That they, the Kremlin, have got their eye on somebody who's currently in the Democratic primary. Is Hillary Clinton on drugs, or is she just... uh... Anyway, go ahead. ...primary, and are grooming her to be the third-party candidate. She's a favorite of the Russians. They have a bunch of sites and bots and other ways of supporting her so far. And that's assuming Jill Stein will give it up, which she might not, because she's also a Russian uh, asset. Yeah, Yeah, she's a Russian asset. I mean, totally. And so they know they can't win without a third party candidate. And so 
I don't know who it's going to be, but I will guarantee you they'll have a vigorous third party challenge in the key states that they most need it. You hear this? This is somebody who is insane. Somebody who is insane. I, I, I mean, I got to hear this again. Can we hear this again? Cut seven. They're also go. going to do third party again. And I'm not making any predictions, but I think they've got their eye on somebody who's currently in the Democratic <laughs> primary and are grooming her to be the third party candidate. She's the favorite of the Russians. They have a bunch of sites and bots and other ways of supporting her so far. And that's assuming Jill Stein will give it up, which she might not because she's also a Russian uh, asset. Yeah, Yeah, she's a Russian asset. I mean, totally. And so they know they can't win without a third party candidate. And so I don't know who it's going to be, but I will guarantee you they'll have a vigorous third party challenge in the key states that they most need it. This is a very sick woman who needs attention. I mean, medical attention, psychiatric attention. I really believe that. I think she had some kind of breakdown after she lost the election. Maybe it was a nervous breakdown, whatever it was. I think she had some kind of breakdown and she hasn't recovered because she hasn't gotten the medical coverage and care that she needs. Maybe Obamacare is the problem. But let's think about one other point here. Don't you think the Russians are rooting for any of these Democrats to win? Are you kidding me? They would hollow out our economy. They would destroy our economic system. They would have open borders. They would decimate law enforcement. They would decimate the military. I mean, they all sound like a bunch of uh, Russian assets to me. You want to know the truth? So why would the Russians want Donald Trump to win? When he's built up our military, when he's actually given support to the Ukraine, which, of course, Hillary, Kerry, and Obama refused to do. Bizarre, isn't it? She is a very, very sick woman. Very sick woman. And I think she had some kind of a breakdown after the election. I don't know. That's just as uh, uh, defensible as her calling people Russian assets. She literally calls this Jill Stein a Russian asset. She literally calls this uh, Tulsi uh, Gabbard. Is that her name? Excuse me. (laughs) A Russian asset. But they're not the only Russian assets. You see, Trump's a Russian asset. Everybody's a Russian asset. She's not too paranoid, is she? Cut eight, go. Donald Trump is Vladimir Putin's dream. (laughs) He said... By the way, who's the guy snorting and chortling? Is that that guy Fluff? But I think it's that guy Fluff, his podcast. Yes. The Fluffer. Go ahead. Biggest catastrophe, I think, in history was the collapse of the Soviet Union. As a former KGB guy, he is intent upon undermining democracies and trying to lay the groundwork for a resurgence of Russian greatness. So why didn't you do something about it as Secretary of State, rather than give him 20% of our nuclear materiel? And why did the Clinton Foundation take money 
from Russian oligarchs. Certainly can't have a special counsel investigating any of that, ladies and gentlemen. Go ahead. Posits. And Donald Trump is delivering that to him on a daily basis. Delivering what to him, you idiot? Go ahead. Why exactly? I don't know what Putin has on him, whether it's both personal and financial. I assume it is. But more than that, there all is... Right, all right, let's, 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 let's slow down. So two Democrats who she opposes are Russian assets... And Putin has personal and financial information on Trump. Absolute nut job. Go ahead. Czar adulation Trump has for dictators and authoritarians. He dreams of being able to order people to do things and make them do it. He has no democratic instincts, really. What are you rambling on about? Do we know if she has a drinking issue, Mr. Producer? Will somebody find out, please? Uh, maybe we'll ask uh, uh, Acosta. Maybe Acosta will hang out in front of her house and start yelling things in the middle of the night like a hyena and find out, does she have a drinking problem? I mean, is there something going on with Hillary Clinton? I believe she had a breakdown. Mark, you can't prove a negative. What? Maybe she's the Russian asset. But this is remarkable stuff. And of course, Tulsi Gabbard is, is swinging away, hitting back, uh, and saying that people have been trying to destroy her character. And it is interesting um, that the media, not calling Gabbard a Russian asset, but that the media have been trashing her and have been using some of the same lines that Hillary Clinton is using. And Samantha Power out there, you know, Ms. Uh, Ambassador to the U.N. under Obama, Ms. Unmasking, her. She's never been held to account. She's never been brought in front of a federal grand jury, in my opinion. She's out there basically uh, underscoring what Hillary Clinton just said. Pretty incredible. We'll be right back. in. With the daily fake news dump pouring through your TV, mobile phones and computers, you may have missed some real news like the recent study in the journal Cell Metabolism. Scientists suspected a correlation between growing rates of obesity and processed foods, but what this study discovered was that these foods also appear to lead people to overeat. Here's the bottom line. You need fresh fruits and vegetables in your diet, which is why I recommend that you start taking Field of Greens by Brickhouse Nutrition. Just one scoop of Field of Greens has a full serving of real USDA-certified organic fruits and vegetables. It helps boost your immunity using antioxidants, prebiotics, and probiotics. This is real food, not some fake supplement lab powder. Just read the Nutrition Facts panel on the side. Go to BrickhouseLevin.com, that's BrickhouseLevin.com, and you'll get 15% off your first order with the offer code LEVIN. You know you're not going to start cooking fresh fruits and vegetables, so let's not pretend. Just get one full cup of fruits and one full cup of vegetables every day with Field of Greens. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com, BrickHouseLevin.com, offer code LEVIN. I'm never going to get this right. Gabbard. 
Tulsi Gabbard, right? If, Tul- if Tulsi Gabbard is an asset of the Russians, and if Tulsi Gabbard is infatuated with Bashar al-Assad, like I'm not going to defend this, but I want to ask you a question. If this makes her a Russian asset, you know who else is a Russian asset, Mr. Producer? Nancy Pelosi. Let me read from Unfreedom of the Press. Democratic House Speaker Nancy Pelosi was herself openly defiant of President George W. Bush's efforts to isolate Syria's genocidal dictator Bashar al-Assad. She led other congressional members, the Gang of Eight, on an unauthorized diplomatic mission to Syria. In April 2007, the AP reported U.S. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi met Syrian President Bashar al-Assad for talks criticized by the White House as undermining American efforts to isolate the hardline Arab country. Pelosi and accompanying members of Congress began their day by holding separate talks with Foreign Minister Yabadabadu and Vice President Yabadab. And then they met Assad, who hosted them for lunch after their talks. Pelosi's visit to Syria was the latest challenge to the White House by congressional Democrats who are taking a more assertive role in influencing policy in the Middle East and the Iraq War. Now, Bush was furious about this. Furious. And I want to remind you about this. Columnist Tom Rogan wrote in National Review between 2005 and 2008 talking about the Syrian regime. Foreign jihadists flooded along the arterial highways that connect eastern Syria and western Iraq. Once in Iraq, they joined up with facilitators from the Islamic State's precursor, Al-Qaeda, in Iraq. The zealots were then assigned to murder American soldiers and marines. And AQI was responsible for particularly gruesome crimes. But it wasn't just AQI that received Assad's support. A long-term ally of Iranian intelligence and the Lebanese Hezbollah, Assad's regime harbored those waging explosively formed penetrator terrorism against U.S., that's EFPs, against U.S. military patrols in Iraq. Speaker Pelosi would have known this when she met with Assad. Now, if Tulsi Gabbard is a Russian agent, then I guess Nancy Pelosi's a Russian agent because she gave aid and comfort to Bashar al-Assad. In 2007, 2008. What do you think of that? What do you think of that? So Nancy Pelosi did actually more than Tulsi Gabbard did. I think Nancy Pelosi, Mr. Producer, must be a Russian asset. I think Bill Clinton must be a Russian asset. He took money from the Russians. I think Hillary Clinton must be a Russian asset. What with all that nuclear material and all turned over to a Vladimir Putin-controlled company? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think Barack Obama must be a Russian asset. Yeah, tell Vlad, would you please, after the election, I'll have more flexibility. As he gave up Ukraine and Crimea. Oh, yeah. We're surrounded by Russian assets. They're called Democrats. Where's my music again? Oh, yes. My Russian music. Not really, just kidding. All right, that's enough. 
But there's Russian assets all throughout the Democrat. But how does Nancy Pelosi avoid being a Russian asset if Tulsi Gabbard's a Russian asset? Quite serious. She met with Bashar al-Assad, undermined the Bush administration that was trying to isolate him, despite the fact that this man is a massive genocidal killer. It's incredible. And so for the third time, we'll play cut seven to show you what a lunatic the woman is. That would be Hillary. Go. They're also going to do third party again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh And I'm not making any predictions. No. But I think they've got their eye on somebody who's currently in the Democratic (laughs) primary. Are her initials TG? Tulsi Gifford? No. Tulsi Goldberg? No. Tulsi Gabbard? Yes. Go ahead party candidate. She's the favorite of the Russians. They have a bunch of sites and bots and other ways of supporting her so far. And that's assuming Jill Stein will give it up, which she might not because she's... Give it up, Jill. Give it up. Give it up. Go ahead. Uh, Asset. Yeah, Yeah, she's a Russian asset. I mean, totally. And so they know they can't win without Mm -hmm. a third party candidate. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so... I don't know who it's going to be, but I will guarantee you they'll have a vigorous third-party challenge in the key states that they most need it. It could be Romney. Now, he could be a Russian asset, too, Mr. Producer. I'm starting to think Romney is a Russian asset. What do you think of that? Oh, yeah. His last name begins with R. Russia begins with R. Did you notice that? Plus Mitt. Who the hell calls their son Mitt? Mitt! 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 What's his real name? I don't even remember. Something weird, isn't it? Rudolph or something? No, whatever. So I think that maybe Mitt's a Russian asset trying to take out the president. Could be. Willard's his name, right? Willard Romney? Yeah, I think I'd call my son Mitt, too, if I made the mistake of calling him Willard. Oi. Donna, Irvine, California, 870, the answer, the great K-R-L-A. Go. Hi, hi, Mark. Um, Number one, first of all, I'm so glad I found you because you have cleared everything up for me in the last three years. And I've downloaded your podcast app, and I listen to it every single night. Thank you. But my question today is, I didn't watch the Democratic debate, but the next day on Fox, they played this clip on Biden when the moderator asked him about the quid pro quo and firing the prosecutor. And this is what he said, quote, I carried out the policy of the U.S. government in rooting out corruption in the Ukraine. And that's what we should be focusing on. And my question is, isn't that what Trump was focusing on when he had that call with the Ukrainian president rooting out corruption? in That the is Ukraine? a brilliant point. Brilliant point. Just for you, I'm going to play you a little music. You ready? Go ahead, Mr. Producer. I'm ready. I'm ready. There you go. Doesn't that have a nice beat, the horns there? It, it does. It certainly I, does. I think so. Good call, Donna. Great point. President's trying to root out corruption in Ukraine. 
All right, ladies, if you have a moment, I want you all to go to BrickHouseLevin.com. Just go there and click on the Buy Now button so you can read the reviews. Over 1,200 five-star reviews, I might add, but this one caught my attention from Steve in Denver. I'm upset with Mark because he's got me hooked on Field of Greens. What a great product. Thank you, BrickHouse, for your amazing product and great customer service. I'm a monthly subscriber, and I won't live without it. And you're welcome, Steve, and subscribing is smart. You save money that way. Field of Greens is made with real USDA organic fruits and vegetables and helps boost your immunity using antioxidants, prebiotics, and probiotics. Plus, they offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee or your money back. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com or call 833-RING-BHN. Get 15% off your first order with promo code LEVIN. That's BrickHouseLevin.com or call 833-RING-BHN, promo code LEVIN. Gentlemen, I shall return. Straight and narrow path, you have a guide. Mark Levin. Call him now at 877-381-3811. By the way, I'm no Tulsi uh, Go- Gabbard, Gabbard fan. Tulsi Gabbard. I'm no Tulsi Gabbard fan. In the least. She's a mouthpiece for Syria. She's a mouthpiece for Iran. And she is a mouthpiece for Russia. Sorry. 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 But she's not a Russian asset. That would be Nancy Pelosi. She's a Russian asset because she actually met with Assad. Maybe Gabbard did too. You could have more than one Russian asset, you know. Oh, yeah. Hear me out there, media, media matters. Maybe Nancy Pelosi's a Russian asset. Oh, yeah. I think, uh, or, or maybe she's an asset without the ET part, Mr. Producer. I think that's possible. I don't know if Nancy Pelosi's an asset or just an asset without the ET. Uh, but uh, Gabbard, propagandist for Syria, Iran, Russia in many respects as far as I'm concerned. Uh, so I, I don't defend her in that respect. But a Russian spy, a Russian asset, oh, Hillary. We knew you were nuts, but we didn't know you were certifiable. Or did we? Padded room time for Hillary, I would argue. Few things in life can change your entire outlook on the day. A call from your boss asking you to work the weekend, early construction right outside your bedroom window in the morning you wanted to sleep in. Now these will ruin your day. What about when your check engine light comes on? That'll ruin your whole damn month. That usually means thousands of dollars in repairs. That's why we have CarShield. CarShield on our 2010 Camaro. CarShield makes the process of fixing your car for a covered repair super easy. You can have your favorite mechanic or dealership do the work. It's your choice. They also provide 24-7 roadside assistance and a rental car while yours is being fixed for free. CarShield administrators have paid out close to $2 billion in claims, and they are ready to help you. So don't let your check engine light change your life. Get covered by the ultimate in extended vehicle protection like we did. It's very simple. Call 800-CAR-6000. Mention code LEVIN. 
800-CAR-6000, or visit carshield.com. Use code LEVIN, L-E-V-I-N, carshield.com. Either way, you'll save 10%. That's carshield.com, code LEVIN, or call 800-CAR-6000. Mention code LEVIN, a deductible may apply. Rose, Fairmont, West Virginia, on the Mark Levin app. How are you? Hi, thank you. I'm just calling to say that I lived in Hawaii for 30 years, and there is no way Tulsi Gabbard is going to run as a third-party candidate. The Democrats in Hawaii are so entrenched that even thinking about running as anything but a Democrat is out of the question. So they would take her out? Yeah. As a candidate for the House at some point? Yeah. Yeah, it's a one-party state at this point. It wasn't always that way, but it certainly is now. All right, Rose. Well, Rose, you went from Hawaii to West Virginia. What's up with that? Well, I didn't have any family in Hawaii after my husband died, and I just decided I needed to move back here where my family was. And West Virginia, by the way, is a very beautiful state. We have wonderful friends who live there, Teddy and Linda, our buddies. All right, my friend. Thank you, Rose. Our buddy Lou. Milford, Connecticut, the great WABC. Go. My radio hero. I tweeted twice before the start of the show, and the content of both is identical to two points you made tonight. I'll go backwards. Tulsi, uh, you know, she's still a commissioned officer in the Hawaii National Guard. Mm -hmm. And about a month ago or so, she called the commander-in-chief a racist. Politics aside, Mm -hmm. I think that crosses a line for a military member. And she has said more than that. She said he is whatever it was for Syria. For uh, oh, she she made some really nasty comments. She's not certainly not above making uh, really horrible comments. But you know, Hillary Clinton to call her a Russian asset—that's pretty <laughs> weird. She's picking the wrong mushrooms in her walk. Uh, you know what? You're right. She's picking them with uh, her face down in the mushrooms. Um. The second point, and the most important, is you had to qualify a statement you made uh, about an hour ago, and it really isn't necessary, but you said that despite some policy differences with the president, we are compelled to defend him because they are attacking the process. Mm -hmm. They're subverting the Constitution, and it's an attack on us in addition to the president. Mm -hmm. So we have an obligation and a duty to defend him from these scurrilous attacks. And it's, it's the same thing was with Kavanaugh. Uh, you and I did not believe he was the best choice, but That's the correct. way they went about it, we had to defend him. No, I agree. Continue to defend the president as long as this is the way they're going to conduct themselves. That's all I want to You're exactly right, because they're burning down our institutions, and they're creating a precedent that is extremely dangerous. You'll get people who will talk about this Doral thing all day long. Oh, he picked Doral in uh, Miami there. Oh, I could care less. On my list of priority issues, that's number 4,011. I don't care. I really don't care. What should he pick? Martha's Vineyard? Trapaquitic? What, what should he do? I don't care. The idea that this guy's making money while he's president of the United States. He knows how to make money. If he wanted to make money, he wouldn't be president of the United States. He doesn't need nickels and dimes from these hotels and all the rest. The guy's worth billions and billions of dollars. No, 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 no. It's the Democrats who leave office. 
who become rich selling their, their, their past positions. It's not Trump. Trump wanted to make money, never would have stepped into the Oval Office or into this race. So this doesn't bother me. I just don't go along with the crowd. I don't care. I just don't give a damn. All right, Lou, thank you for your call, my friend. It's up to me. They can all meet at a, uh, what, Mr. Producer? They can, yeah, they can all eat at, uh, at, at a hot dog cart is correct. All right. Attila, Kewanee, Wisconsin, the great WTAQ. How are you? I'm doing great, Mark. Hi. Hello. <laughs> uh, you, with, with Hillary, uh, that was awful hearing her sound bites, and it reminds me that she needs to go back in the woods, chase Bigfoot, and go back into obscurity, <laughs> because every time she opens her mouth, you can't believe her if she her tongue was notarized, Mark. Mm-hmm. These these flip-flopocrats that today's Democrat Party is made up of, they made it their holy assignment, uh, Mark, their constitutional obligation to pursue the phony Russia collusion hoax under the guise that they were against foreign interference in our election, even though they were the ones, the only ones doing that. Now that President Trump's looking into foreign interference in the 2016 election, perpetrated by Hillary, the DNC, Ukraine. Oh, no, we're not supposed to look into that. That's right. That's called a quid pro quo. All right, you're right on. All you guys got it. Callers, listeners, you got it exactly right. President wants to get to the bottom of what took place with Ukraine, and the Democrats are saying, no, 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 no. Suddenly, they don't have a problem with interference in our election. You're exactly right. Excellent, Attila. Thank you for your call. Is that his real name, Attila? We've asked him that before. He says it is, isn't it? Yes. Well, my real name is Superman. Did you know that, Mr. Producer? Oh, yes, yes. Frank Pompton Lakes, New Jersey. The great WABC, a truck driver, buddy. How are you? Very good, Mark. How are you? Very well, thank you. Yeah, you know, I wanted to throw up in the... Uh throw up into conversation. I heard it earlier by a, a young lady about uh, uh, Romney and maybe the possibility of uh, recalling him. Um, uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but he was elected under the Trump flag, correct? Yeah, but I don't know how it works in Utah. They may not have a, uh, an ability to recall somebody. Right. I mean, the voters in Utah have been robbed. He lied. He lied to them. He wanted Trump's endorsement. He wanted to be Trump's Secretary of State. Romney's a chameleon, and uh, he, he just, uh, he's a self-serving, self-promoting political hack. And the media right. will defend him now to the hilt. Is there anyone that, is there any kind of inquiry that can be done? No, no inquiries. Can't, can't do an inquiry. He's unbelievable. I mean, what, I, what he said uh, earlier or whatever, that statement that he made, it's like, uh, you got to be kidding me. I mean, it's like, <laughs> Yeah, no, he's bad news. No question about it. He is a rat. (laughs) Uh, I think since his name begins with an R, like Russia, maybe he is a Russia asset. Should we ask Hillary? I would say so. (laughs) There's a whole bunch of that one. I'm telling you. They're all around us. All right. Thanks, Frank. Be careful out there. Jason, Newark, New Jersey, XM Satellite. Go. Hey, Mark, good to talk to you again. Two quick points. First, yes, if sir. people actually read the Constitution, the, the, these people saying they have, they'd realize the president has the constitutional authority, in fact, the obligation to enforce the law. 
And mm-hmm. as such, his investigations in Ukraine are completely legitimate. Furthermore, Hillary Clinton was not elected president, and her interference was completely illegal. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, we're trying to get to the bottom of it. The president is, his administration is, and of course, um, uh, they want to impeach him for that. <laughs> when you really step back and look at this, it's insane. All right, Jason, thank you. We'll be right back. Lovin. You wake up in the morning feeling sluggish and have to drag yourself through your day. Do you feel bloated, tired, and out of shape? Eating healthy is a habit, but most of us don't really know exactly what we should be eating, right? How much we should be eating and how to properly prepare it. This is why I drink Field of Greens every morning before I start my day. Just one scoop of Field of Greens has a full serving of real USDA-certified organic fruits and vegetables. Helps boost your immunity using antioxidants, prebiotics, and probiotics. Now this is real food, not some fake supplement lab powder. Just read the nutrition facts panel on the side. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com and get 15% off your first order with the offer code LEVIN. Now, you know you're not going to start cooking fresh fruits and vegetables, so let's not pretend. Just get one full cup of fruits and one full cup of vegetables every day with Field of Greens. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com, BrickHouse, L-E-V-I-N.com, offer code LEVIN. You know, cyber thieves are stealing American homes. Are you aware of this? Cyber thieves are stealing American homes. Guess where your home's legal title and mortgage documents are kept? They're kept on the internet, online, wide open, for anybody to see. Your signature and everything thieves need to take over ownership of your home, easily available online. Thieves forge your name off the title, then they refile the deed so it appears that you sold it. Then they go to unscrupulous lenders and borrow money using your home's equity. Then they disappear and stick you with the payments. You don't even know what hit you. Banks, insurance, identity theft programs do not protect you. Home Title Lock does. Home Title Lock puts a virtual firewall around your home's title and mortgage. And they monitor the black market to see if your home is for sale. So your home's equity... Probably your retirement, your emergency fund, your biggest asset. Well, let's help protect it. Here's 60 risk-free days of home title lock. 60 risk-free days of home title lock. Just go to HomeTitleLock.com and enter your address to see if you're already a victim. And if not, get the 60 risk-free days. Defend yourself. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com. Did you see Mr. Producer? Where this, uh, this fellow, by the way, this Adam Silver, the head of the NBA, uh, may I say, it's just an observation. You're all thinking it. Boy, does he look like a freak or what? No offense. Nothing personal, I say with all due respect. Now, Adam Silver claimed uh, that the Chinese, asked, the Chinese government asked him to fire Daryl Morley the Houston Rockets general manager, who it was a tiny little simple tweet in support of the Hong Kong pro-democracy movement. And uh, he said they, they threatened, they said, you know, you need to fire this guy. 
And Silver said, I said, there's no chance we'll even discipline him. Not going to happen. No chance. The Chinese foreign ministry spokesman, Zhang Xiang. By the way, there's a trick to this. If there's a name or a word in a foreign language, like a whole bunch of consonants or contrary, a whole bunch of vowels and you can't pronounce it, say it real fast. Have you noticed that, Mr. Producer? Say it real fast or just do yabba dabba do, which is what I do. People know. I don't pretend to understand how to pronounce all these names. Zheng, G-E-N-G, Shuang. S-H-U-A-N-G. Spokesman for the Chinese Foreign Ministry. Zheng Shuang said the Chinese government never posted, excuse me, never posed this requirement. So who do we believe, the commissioner, the MBA, or the communists? Well, I go with the commissioner, the MBA. Arrogant government, boy, I'll tell you, nasty, genocidal, arrogant government. Now, some of you might be thrilled that we're withdrawing from different parts of the world or we're going to, uh, whether it's uh, the part of the part of Syria where we had 50 to 100 special forces and intelligence officials. That's what was there, just so you know. Not combat troops. Yes, we're going to get out of there. Well, Russia and China are going to move in. And believe it or not, we have allies in the Middle East. Israel, the Gulf Arab states, several of them. And so Russia now has a big foothold. And people say, well, let them duke it out. They're not duking it out. They have a big foothold. We just surrendered it to them. And Red China is going to fill it too. And more and more of these smaller countries, particularly in the third world, are going to align themselves with Russia and or China. They're not going to trust us. So I'm concerned about this. This is something we need to have a national debate about, including among conservatives. Eli Lake wrote a great piece the other day. American exceptionalism versus American unexceptionalism. So this is an area where I disagree with many of you, I'm afraid. I disagree with the administration. And yet notice I do it civilly, not out to sabotage my president. I'm out to defend my president against what's taking place against him. But in this particular area, I guess I'm in the minority. Which is not unusual. We go through cycles, phases in this country of isolationism. And that's what this is. That's what it is. And then in the end, we have to, we have to fight our way back. Many more lives, much more blood, much more horrendous than if we have stood our ground in the first place. At least that's my view. And so Russia's moving in. China will move in. China will exploit this. Russia will exploit this. And not just in the Middle East, but the rest of the world. You can't trust those guys. See what they did to the Kurds? Fighting with them one day, 11,000 Kurdish casualties, fighting with them arm in arm one day, and the next day, abandoning them. Well, we're not abandoning them. That's the argument. It's really amazing to hear these arguments from people who know better. It just shocks me. It really does. Randy, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the great WTRW. Go! Hi, Mark. Thanks yes. for taking my call. I can't believe I finally got through, but... Uh, Thank you, sir. Now, your uh, name isn't Willard, is it? 
No, but it's Randy. It starts with an R, but I'm not a Russian agent. All right, just checking. Yep. But just want to let you know, uh, big fan. Um, Thank you. Listening to it for years, and the part where you used to talk about uh, the circle of liberty around yes. you. Yes. It was like a, a, a major revelation de Tocqueville. for me. Ale- Alexis de Tocqueville used to talk about the circle of liberty that surrounds each individual. Yeah, I mean, just just amazing. Um, but I just wanted to talk about the the whole thing with Joe Biden. Yes. Uh, if he did not, if uh, Trump did not, he was born in your town, as a matter of fact. Yeah, and they kicked him right out. I, I believe. Yes, five years old, and he moved to Wilmington. Yeah. Yeah, he could stay there. But uh, if, if uh, the president didn't look into the Biden situation, it's a dereliction of duty. The way I no, 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 you don't understand. It's an impeachable offense. Not allowed to look into Biden or Hillary or Ukraine. Only allowed to look into Trump, his family, his taxes, his bank accounts, his businesses. Only allowed to interfere when he runs for office. Everybody else, it's an impeachable offense. Broadcasting from from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, everybody. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811. 877-381-3811. You know, it is possible to be concerned about our border and to be concerned about defending an ally like the Kurds. You can do both, you know. Just pointing that out as a footnote. Retired Admiral William McRaven has published an article, our buddy Joel Pollack points out, in Friday's New York Times today, titled, Our Republic is Under Attack from the President urging that Trump be removed from office. And he says, the sooner the better. McRaven's op-ed gives a military imprimatur to what President Donald Trump has already likened to a coup. As Democrats attempt to impeach him with barely a year to go before the next presidential election. Now this admiral is well respected for his role in overseeing the operation to kill al-Qaeda terrorist Osama bin Laden in 2011. He argues that senior military leaders have lost confidence in the president and feel he is a threat to the nation. It's interesting that the New York Times would publish this because I thought they believed in civilian uh, civilian rule. As I stood on the parade field at Fort Bragg, McRaven recalled, one retired four-star general grabbed my arm, shook me and shouted, I don't like the Democrats, but Trump is destroying the republic. McRaven does not argue that President Trump has done anything wrong in particular, but that he has no respect for America's values. These values, he declares, involve a commitment to help the weak and stand up against oppression and injustice around the world. Now, let me just stop there. That is ridiculous. We can't stand up against injustice and oppression everywhere in the world, can we? How is that even possible? We might find something, I wrote about this in Liberty and Tyranny, we might find something so unbelievably inhumane that we feel the need to interfere. 
But the guiding principle must be prudence. Not ideology. Not bumper sticker platitudes. Because sadly enough, most of the world is filled with oppression and injustice. What will happen to the Kurds, he writes, the Iraqis, the Afghans, the Syrians, the Rohingyas, the South Sudanese, and the millions of people under the Buddha tyranny are left abandoned by their failing states? McGraven asked without explicitly calling for military intervention in any of the regions mentioned. Well, what is, what is he calling for? Seriously. His criticisms go beyond that voiced in the Washington Post op-ed last year in which he merely promised criticism of the president in the wake of the removal of former CIA director John Brennan's security clearance. One day this full story on John Brennan will come out. I don't know what it is, but there's something about this guy. I think he's a Svengali behind the scenes. I think he's had his hands in so much of this stuff. Now, the admiral is unwilling to wait for the 2020 presidential election to see a change of power. He declares it is time for a new person in the Oval Office, Republican, Democrat, or Independent. The sooner the better. The fate of our republic depends on it. How ridiculous. Moreover, McRaven makes no reference to voting or elections or even impeachment. Article 88 of the Uniform Code of Military Justice bars, quote, contemptuous words against the president, unquote, and applies to retired members of the armed forces entitled to pay as well. And you can read his full op-ed if you wish. If it had been a retired admiral or general supporting the president, I wonder if the, they'd run that, that op-ed. But it's not possible to get involved wherever there is oppression and injustice in the world. It's not possible. I mean, do you really want our military to get involved in San Francisco, Mr. Producer? I think there's oppression and injustice in San Francisco. But in all seriousness, that is an absurd argument. Again, there are times when oppression and injustice are so revolting, unconscionable perhaps on such a large scale, that we feel the necessity to get involved, even if it's not directly in America's national security interest. But still, we just can't turn the other cheek. We can't turn away. But in every instance, it is not possible for a society, for our country, to be involved in every issue like that. It's just not. There are generals and there are generals. Good generals, not so good generals. Guess this guy was a good general. I don't know. But I do know this. The republic is not in danger because Donald Trump is president of the United States. Quite the contrary. The time for an op-ed like that was when Barack Obama was president of the United States. This president has treated the military very, very well. He's been very concerned about how they have lacked the kind of funding support that they've needed, as well as the moral support and leadership that they've needed. And to have a, a retired admiral write something like this about this president, while well, he kept his mouth shut about the other president, really tells you a lot about this admiral, as far as I'm concerned.
And I don't know anything particular about him. Other than he has very, very poor, not military judgment, very, very poor judgment in terms of politics, in terms of uh, knowledge outside his, uh, his military knowledge. So that troubles me a lot. Let us go to, we have a very good guest, very interesting guest at the bottom of the hour. Joe, Kings Park, New York, the great WABC. Go. Hey, Mark, how are you? All uh, right, I just thank want you. to say, you know, uh, with the you, you you broke all the stories with all the articles that the Times and Politico, they all write. It's amazing. They don't even believe their own articles. Isn't it? It's crazy. It's just it's just crazy. Doesn't it remind you of two and a half years ago, March in 2017, when they put all their articles together and said, "Look, look what they're doing. They're 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 surveilling the president, or they were." Oh, you must be a kook or something. No, those are your articles. Conspiracy. You know, it's a conspiracy theory. It's like you said. They're here, they, they, they repeat everything. They, they don't know nothing, these people. And it's the, it's the truth. You know, the Democrats would be nothing if they didn't have the media backing them up. And that's, it's amazing. It's just amazing. Well, I look at it a little differently. I think the media are like the aliens that have taken possession of the Democrat Party. I, when you hear this guy, you know, Jeff Motherzucker... Thanks to our friends at uh, Project Veritas. When you hear how he talks, get him, get Trump, impeachment, how he's talking in uh, Jake Tapper's ear and telling him what to say to Kellyanne, and Jake Tapper happily goes along, that these, these guys, even they don't have any self-respect as journalists. You see where it's coming from. They don't. It's it's crazy. You know, I listen to two guys in the morning. Uh, BS. The initials of BS. I like and, I like those guys. I like them too. And every time, and and at six forty five every Friday, they have that guy Chuck uh, Chuck. Uh, yeah, Chuck Fraud. Chuck Fraud. And and if you take their initials BS, that's what he gives them every Friday morning at six forty five. Well. I love those guys on WABC. They're good people, and and and, and Bernie and Sid. They, they. I'm sorry. They, they really. Why are you sorry, Bernie and Sid? I love those guys. They are. They're great, and I, I you know, I, I haven't, I didn't listen. I'm to sure them. Chuck Todd's brought in as a joke. He probably Chuck, is. Todd, Chuck Todd doesn't even know it. I mean, who the hell calls their kid Chuck anymore? Well, oh, and and then when you listen, you hey know, Chuck, I, Chuck, come over here, Chuck. What is it, mommy? Chuck. I'm going to give you a haircut. He's got this haircut like he's in third grade. You know, it's combed down and then they cut it across the, the front there. He's going bald, but he doesn't want to show. Hey, Chuck, what is it, Mom? Come over here. Come over here. Yeah, I, I, I want to get you dressed properly for school. Okay, Ma. Anyway, thank you for your call. Guy's an idiot. Chuck. Chuck won't come on the show, will he, Mr. Producer? What did his uh, mouthpiece say? The PR person said uh, he looks forward to the future having a civil discussion with me. I'm more than happy to have a civil discussion with Chuck. Come on the show. Let's discuss climate change. Come on. Come on the show. Let's discuss Ukraine. The way he shouted down Ron Johnson, that's the reason I'm bringing Ron Johnson on Sunday. On Life, Liberty, and Levin. You're going to love this show Sunday. You're going to love it. Please don't miss it. 10 p.m. on Fox Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. That means 9 p.m. Central. Well, you know your times. 
But Senator Johnson actually gets to speak, and he has a lot of interesting things to say. He was in on that meeting in May with the president and Mulvaney and others. And Chuck Todd didn't want to hear anything about it. Chuck Todd wanted him to say what he wanted him to say. I'm, I'm betting that uh, Mitt Romney, or Willard, I'm betting that Willard Mitt Romney uh, will start being on a lot of these Sunday shows. He's a superstar now. They hated him. They defeated him. He ran a schmo campaign. He lost to Obama, for God's sakes. He got cocky. Now he's turning his sights on Trump. No matter what Trump says, no matter what Trump does, they go to Mitt, excuse me, Willard Romney. Wasn't that a, a, a movie about a rat or something, Mr. B? I don't watch a lot of movies. Willard the Rat? Am I right or wrong? Willard, right? All right, we'll be right back. Lovin. All right. I've been telling you about Nancy Pelosi and the Democrat plan to socialize medicine. That means destroy our health care system as well as your ability to have access to top-grade drugs and how they would impose government cost controls at the expense of high-quality health care. Let me put it another way. Pelosi's bill may prevent you and your family from having access to the latest and most effective drug therapies available on the face of the earth. In fact, according to the CBO, that's the Congressional Budget Office, which scores proposed legislation like the Pelosi plan, new breakthrough medicines may never be discovered at all. They project that the Pelosi plan would reduce research and development investments towards new treatments and cures. Why? Because when you impose drug price controls and punish private innovators with massive 95% retroactive tax penalties, you eliminate their financial ability to invest in critically needed research and development. And with it, the incentives to discover new treatments for cancer and new cures for crushing diseases. Instead, the money goes to the federal government. If Nancy Pelosi told you to work at a government-dictated salary, far lower than even your cost of living, and then pay 95% in new taxes, would you run out and buy a new car? No, of course not. You'd go broke. Get the facts. Go to TrueHealthCareFacts.com. TrueHealthCareFacts.com. That's TrueHealthCareFacts.com. All right, Mr. Producer, who shall I speak to on our uh, call screen there? Mike in Dallas, Texas, the great WBAP. Go. Hey, Mark, how you doing? Okay, how are you? I'm doing very well. I've been a lifelong listener. I've been a lifelong conservative. Thank you. Um, Thank I had you. a question. Yes. I had a question about uh, the whole impeachment process. How mm-hmm. come the Senate Republicans have not come in defense for our president? It's a great question. Have you noticed how silent most of them are? I guess you have. And what they ought to be saying out loud is you send us these phony charges here, and we're going to do everything we can to kill them as quickly as possible. They can send a message too, but they're scared. They're saying, well, we want to wait and see what they send, and then we've got to noodle over it, we've got to think about it. I'm going to be a juror. And they don't conduct them the ways they do in the uh, 
in the House. This has always been the problem. The Democrats throw Molotov cocktails and our guys are playing ping pong. That's the difference. All right, Mike, thank me for your call. Pat, Orlando, Florida, the great WMMB country. Go. God bless you, Mark Levin. We Thank you. loyal listeners, Levinites, we need to send letters, short to the point letters to the Democrat Congress people that we, the American United States citizens, Trump voting uh, uh, will, will, in 2020, we will stop your unled, your corrupt lies at the voting box. We will give you two of President Trump's favorite words. You're fired. All right. And you know what? When you look at some of these Republicans who are trying to play it down the middle and they're conducting themselves like rhinos, that is, they don't energize people to vote for them, particularly in the face of what's taking place in this country. You look at a guy like Cory Gardner in Colorado. He's way behind now, this hick-and-booper-duper. Uh, this heck and pooper scooper, whatever his name is, uh, the former governor there. If he had been a man of clarity, a man of conservative principles, you don't have to be, you know, crazy. Just get out there and press the points. Uh, I think he'd be doing much, much better than he is. But for some reason, they think if they play the middle, you know, like Romney did against Obama or McCain did against Obama and so forth, they're going to get defeated. They're going to get defeated. Thank you for your call, Pat. Let's go to Jenny, Oakland, California, 870, the answer, the great K-R-L-A. Go. Hi, Mark. Uh, I just want to let you know that we love watching uh, your show on television, and we listen to your radio show all the time. Thank you. Uh, But I wanted to talk, you were mentioning, you know, Nancy Pelosi and her her Medicare or her medical plan. I think that they have such hate and disdain for Donald Trump and our president that they'll do anything they can, you know, to get him out of office. And I'm afraid that even when once he gets elected, they're not going to stop. And they always promise, promise, promise everything, and they never do anything for the American people. They have so many, I think, special interests and big donors that they're, you know, that they're indebted to that they have so much pressure where they're going to do anything that they can to get him out of office. And that's why they're going crazy. Well, uh, here's the interesting thing. Let's say they do impeach him, which I think they're going to do, because this is the nature of tyrants and a mob. And uh, the, the House Republicans can't stop them. But the Senate Democrats can, in effect, stop what it is that ultimately they want to do. But that said... And they fail to remove the president. And let's say he's reelected. They have nothing left that they can do to him. Do you see what I mean? There's nothing left that they can do to him. Nothing. Yeah. What are they going to do? Try and impeach him again if they win the House? I wouldn't be surprised. Well, still, you know what they say? If you're going to go after the king and you miss him, uh, he's going to be more powerful than he was before. And I think if they go after him... I suppose they will and vote and he's not removed and he wins re-election I think he'll be enormously effective in his second term even more than people can imagine I'll be right back
only show with a warning label the liberals the mark levin show call him now at 877-381-3811 we're going to take a little different turn right now about a year and a half ago i had a gentleman on my program by the name of anthony davenport and he was so popular and you were so inspired and interested in what he had to say i got to thinking let me bring anthony back because his advice is so crucially important, particularly as we head into the holiday season here. Anthony Davenport, how are you, sir? Outstanding. Mark, pleasure to be back. You wrote and have written a great book, Your Score, an Insider Secrets to Understanding, Controlling, and Protecting Your Credit Score. First, let's start at the beginning. What is a credit score and who puts it together? So essentially, the credit score comes from what information the three credit bureaus are collecting on you. And they collect it from companies that sell it to them. And then the the score itself comes from an algorithm created by FICO that looks at the data on that report and then says, this is your credit worthiness. It goes from a 300 on the low end up to an 850 on the absolute highest end. And most people fall just beneath the 700. So if you miss a payment here and there, it's reported and that affects your score? Yeah. If, if you're late more than 30 days on a, you know, like a loan, a car, or something like that, or if you get a collection, like from a medical collection, almost everyone gets that at some point, it can devastate your FICO score and make it so you don't qualify for a home, you lose access to your credit cards, all kinds of havoc can be created if you don't manage it properly. And how did you become familiar with all this? So... I don't like to talk about my past, but I was a banker <laughs> for almost okay. 10 years. Yeah. So I worked at places like Bank of America and Wells Fargo, and I saw all these people coming to me and saying, you know, I, I'd love to get the very best rate, but I'm a few points shy. Can you help me figure out how to get there? And I saw tremendous value in that because I realized that so few people really understood how to, you know, boost your credit, how to manage it, how to remove late payments, erroneous items, all kinds of things like that. And that's, uh, that's when I jumped in uh, with, with both feet. By the, by the way, the book is Your Score, an Insider Secrets to Understanding, Controlling, and Protecting Your Credit Score. So there are ways legitimately, legally, to improve your credit score, correct? Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of laws in place that protect the ability of consumers to say, hey, this information is not accurate. I need you to correct it. I need you to update it. This is an unfair situation, and that's one of the things that we help people do. How do you find out what your credit score is? So the real key important thing is that there's only one place you can get access to the same credit reports that lending institutions use, which is www.itdoesn'tfreakingexist.com. Oh, really? <laughs> so they don't give you access to the same reports that they use. So I give a couple tips in the book, for example, of how you can get access to that. And one of them is find a real estate agent. They know mortgage bankers that have access to these reports that they're not supposed to share with you. And they will get it for you. And then you can analyze it, understand where you really stack up, and then figure out what to do from there. And what are some of the things you can do to make sure your, your credit score, I mean, other than pay your, you know, your debt on time, and so, but, to, but to try and take advantage of it, to, to make sure you can juice it up a little bit? Yeah, one of the key things is to understand that your credit card balances impact your score by as much as 
And a key aspect of that is its per credit card limit. So it's all about how you spend on even a single credit card. So you could have a credit card with a limit of $500 with like Macy's or something like that. And if you put $400 on it and they happen to report that balance, it can devastate your FICO score almost as much as if you missed a payment on a credit card or a car loan or something like that. So keep in mind that when you're going to apply for financing, you need to uh, get a copy of your credit report and 45 days before you want to apply for it, zero out your credit card balances because that can make a huge impact to your FICO score. So in other words, if you're carrying a balance on your credit card, that works against you even if you're never behind? Massively. And that catches a lot of people even if they have a lot of money. You know, they could make their bills, uh, make their payments on time. They pay off their credit cards in full each month. But what they don't realize is that the creditors are reporting these balances once every 30 to 45 days. And if they're reporting it on a day that your balance is high, you could get knocked down to a higher interest rate or you could maybe not even apply, uh, be eligible for the loan at all. The book is Your Score, An Insider's Secrets to Understanding, Controlling, and Protecting Your Credit Score. This is a very, very important book. You're going to get really critical information on how to protect your credit score. Many of you are thinking of buying a home or a car. You're heading into the holiday season. You're going to use your credit card. This doesn't tell you not to do these things. This kind of tells you how to do these things so you can protect your credit score. Uh, let me ask you something. Most people, are they underwater? Do they know if they're underwater? Do they, do they have any insight into their credit score if they don't get the credit report? No, most people don't know where they stand, unfortunately. And, you know, when I was a banker, I saw people come to me and say, I'd like to buy a home. I want to buy my dream home. And they'd have no idea. They would say, well, you know, pull my, my report, see where I stand, and tell me what rate I get. So you really have to learn the process and the system so that you can be better educated and step in and say, this is the best position I can possibly be in. I know exactly where I stand, and now I'm ready to do these types of things. And you're saying it's everybody who's affected, rich, poor, and in between. In fact, you have various clients with various uh, levels of income, correct? Yeah, the vast majority of my clients are, are very high net worth, high profile individuals, celebrities, athletes, and whatnot. Uh, that's not where I started you know, working, but uh, we work with them, and people are surprised to find that they, too, need their credit scores for buying a home, getting cars, loans, all different types of things like that. So it impacts absolutely everybody, no matter who you are, where you live. And we even found out that the average person is paying almost half a million dollars extra in interest over the course of their lifetime just by having average credit versus having an A-plus immaculate FICO score. This is very, very important. So what you're saying is the sooner, the better you can figure out how to keep your credit up and keep the interest down on your debt, <clears throat> whatever form of debt that might be. And you explain to people in your book how you can do this step by step. Yeah, and then they can share that knowledge with their kids. But this is very important because if you don't do it at a fairly young age, then all this money is wasted. I mean, that's pretty much it, right? If you're paying 3% versus a point and a half, you're just burning money. Absolutely, yeah. All right, well, this is terrific. Um, so I want people, folks, seriously, it's Friday evening. This is the time to do it. We have it on Mark Levin Show Facebook. 
Mark Levin Show Twitter. It's an outstanding book. I have it right on my desk here. I want you to get your copy, too. This will save you an enormous amount of money. Your score in Insider's Secrets to Understanding, Controlling, and Protecting Your Credit Score. You're not playing the system. You're not doing anything inappropriate or unethical. You're just getting things in order in a way where your score is high or higher than it might be right now. So your interest is less. Do I have that about right, Anthony? That's exactly correct. Any final words? It's important to protect your information these days. And there's been identity theft everywhere. Just remember that no one is protecting your data. No one's looking out for you. You have to look out for yourself when it comes to protecting your information and making sure everything's accurate. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Anthony Davenport, the book is Your Score and Insider Secrets to Understanding, Controlling, and Protecting Your Credit Score. You can go to Amazon.com. You can go to my social sites where we have it prominently. I consider this a public service to all you Levinites out there. You should each have a copy. Protect your credit score. Don't pay more interest than you have to. Home, cars, whatever it is. Thank you, sir. We appreciate it. Thank you, Mark. All right. Take care of yourself. It's an outstanding book. Last time I had Anthony on about a year and a half ago, the response was enormous. And so... um, Uh, I want to encourage you now, if you go to Amazon.com, just put in Anthony Davenport, your score. Uh, Or you can go to my social sites, Mark Levin Show Facebook, Mark Levin Show Twitter. Now, I'm looking. I mean, it's, uh, let's see here, right now. It's very heavily discounted, isn't it, Mr. Producer? Very heavily discounted. Now, after this show, it won't be as heavily discounted. So if you're going to get it, jump in and get it. And I want to encourage you, if you're thinking of buying a home, a car, You've got credit cards. You got holidays coming up. This book will help you figure out how to approach this so you're paying less interest. In other words, so you're blowing less money but purchasing the same things. We'll be right back. in. Wasn't he great, Anthony Davenport? Boy, he is a voice for radio. Just a great voice. Your score and insider secrets to understanding, controlling, and protecting your credit score. I'm telling you, I use this book. It doesn't matter what your income level is. If you're buying a home, actually, if you own a home as well, and you want to refinance, if you're thinking of getting cars or anything else, anything involving debt and credit, it's like a really good little Bible in that respect to have on your desk because it'll save you money. If you have credit cards and so forth. So there's, there's suggestions in there that'll go a long way to saving an enormous amount of money. And same with your kids. They need to learn to do these things too. And so it's your score and insider secrets to understanding, controlling, protecting your credit score. Anthony Davenport. Well, I mean, that was fun discussion too. You know, it doesn't always have to be politics. You can get it on Amazon or again, go to my social sites, Mark Levin Show Facebook, Mark Levin Show Twitter. We have a great Sunday show. Please don't miss it. 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox. Life, Liberty, and Levin, Senator Ron Johnson. Many of you may not know who he is outside of Wisconsin. You'll know who he is after this show. And he's this gentleman who was rudely and repeatedly interrupted by the moron, low IQ Chuck Todd. I believe that was about two Sundays ago on Meet the Depressed. 
But you're going to get to hear what he had to say and what he was going to say. And it's very important with respect to Ukraine. They don't want to hear any of this, but we want to hear it. <clears throat> now, here's Juliana from Austin, Texas, raving about her amazing transformation thanks to Genesel. She said, I cannot get over how much and how quickly Genesel has helped me. The jawline cream has made my jaw and neck two separate body parts for the first time in a decade. My bags and puffiness are gone. It really is the skin's fountain of youth. Thank you, Genesel, for making me look and feel young again. Now it's your turn to see results, guaranteed and best of all, risk-free. Chaminet is clearing out their inventory before the holiday season. Order Genesel jawline treatment with MDL technology, packed with natural peptides to target that annoying turkey neck, and get the classic Genesel for bags and puffiness, Absolutely free. Yes, free. And for results in 12 hours, the Genesel immediate effects is also free. Now, this once-in-a-year offer is backed by their 60-day, 100% money-back guarantee. That's a big deal. 60-day, 100% money-back guarantee. Call 800-SKIN-604, 800-SKIN-604. Or go to Genesel.com, Genesel.com. Order now for a surprise luxury gift with your order, 800-SKIN-604, 800-SKIN-604. Or go to Genesel.com, that's Genesel.com. All right. Beto O'Rourke. Cut nine, go. This fabricated fear of the president who wants us to be afraid of one another. A president, when he was a candidate... Who said that he would ban by the way, all- by the way, by the way, why did I decide to play him at the end of the show on Friday and ruin everybody's weekend? This guy's another, another uh, head case, may I say, with all due respect. I think he's a Russian asset, Mr. Bedez. What do you think? Beto O'Rourke, Beto, Beto, kind of name is Beto. His name is Robert Francis. It begins with an R. Russia begins with an R. Robert begins with an R. Russia begins with an R. I think he's a Russian asset. And I think Hillary Clinton might agree with me. Maybe he's not a Russian asset. Maybe he's a a red Chinese asset. He's definitely not an asset to this country, I can tell you that. What kind of schmucks are running for president of the United States? Have you ever seen a group like this in your life? One is more absurd than the next which is actually going to wind up helping us. All right, America, it's in your honor. Here we go.
week is officially over. The weekend begins now. We salute our armed forces, police officers, firefighters, emergency personnel, and all those who protect us. Thank you. Good night, Spritey. Good night, Griffey. Good night, Pepsi. Good night, Smokey. Good night, Zelda. And good night, Gigi. I'll see you Sunday, 10 p.m. on Fox, folks. I hope you don't miss it. God bless you, Dad. God bless you, Mom. And God bless you, Leo. Have a wonderful weekend. Be well. From the Westwood One Podcast Network.